first thank again my friends Malik and Benjamin for, for allowing us into the house. It sounds like, you know, like a funny thing, but it's not just allowing to the house, but it's the Rotson that we see by the families to, to have Torah in the home and to, to have Shiurim in the house is a very, very beautiful thing. And the Shem is both in hell, but they should have Simcha, Nachos, and Bracha in every room. to start the Sefer, the fourth Chelek of Levavi Mishkan Evna. And we were learning about, we were learning about the very, very upsetting but common reality that's described by the Navi in the Eicha of Yisaymim Hayinu Ve'ein Av. That a person can be observant of Torah Mitzvahs, is observant of Torah Mitzvahs, and yet doesn't have any sense of where his father is. Yisayim Hayinu, like a Yasam. As we learned last week, that it's almost as if, it's as if in this person's life, not just like a Yasam, you tell me your father is in Shemayim somewhere, you have a father, you just can't see him. The Akadekach, that a person doesn't feel that he has, that he has anybody at all. <clears throat> Even though he's keeping the mitzvahs and he's davening and he even learns and so on but so the purpose of the Savior is to teach us <clears throat> how to be Jews who have that connection who see our Father who have a connection to our Father who feel our Father's presence when we learn it's with our Father when we daven it's with the Father everything in such a way so on page Yud I hope most of you have they have this uh, they have the safer on page Yud the third uh, the second uh, paragraph over there Hoven is binding the Musa Parsha Shal Abba. So the Tzaddik here says let's let's take a closer look at this Musag at this at this concept of 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 an Abba, of a father. Adam Sheishlo Abba, page Yud. Adam Adam Sheishlo Abba, loy behechuch shilgar itay baisebais. A person can have a father. It doesn't mean that you live with your father in the same house. Lafamim Abba neisel luchutstans. Could be your father. Luchlau doesn't live in the same country that you live. Your father doesn't live here. It could be that, that your father's already getting married a, a second time, whatever. There was, God forbid, uh, a mother that's no longer here, or there was a divorce or something. It could be your father doesn't live in the same house, doesn't live in the same country. It could be that he's someplace else. He marry, he's marrying somebody who lives somewhere else. So he's, not, he's, not, uh, he's not in the house. What does a child do? What does the son do? Who wants to have a kesher with his father who lives far away? That's pretty much the question of our lives. Even though it's not true that Shem did lives far away, but we certainly don't feel like he's. You know, we, we don't start off feeling like he's, like you know, we're sharing the same apartment. <laughs> so, what does this child do when his father lives far away? That's the question. What do you do? Hakadosh Baruch Hu Azar. He also doesn't have the email. He says that we have Baruch Hashem, the possibility nowadays in modern times to send letters to people. Send letters, some of you might remember, postcards and letters and stamps, aerograms, the kind that used to fold over and then you lost half the letter trying to open them. Right? So, we have Baruch Hashem letters. You didn't have always. That's also chiddush. It wasn't always that you had. Uh, that there, was, there wasn't always a, a, a way to send such things in the mail. Now there's a, a later chesed that Hashem has done. You could even hear your father's voice. He could live in Australia. And you could, and he could live, he could live in Etzel He could live in Japan, and he could listen on the phone to your Abba, to your father. You could talk. You could have a kesher with your father from far away. Miskashim <laughs> the telephone. 
You could talk on the phone, which we take for granted is an obvious approach to thing. So it's not, it wasn't obvious a short time ago. It wasn't so obvious. It wasn't obvious at all. It wasn't so partial. You could hear your father talking on the other side of the phone. They have now phones that you could see. You could see the other person when you're talking. You could see the other person. Some of them were telling me there's a, a computer thing you can make in the, in, in the, in the kids' apartment in Yushalayim. Something that could have a thing, a computer, and you have this thing, and you talk on the phone, and you, and you, and you talk to the person. So Nascash from the telephone, Vishem Nisav Medavim, it's not a change like that. You hear your father on the other side, on the other end of the line. Vishem Achman is nice to have and in recent years, there's a new thing. There's, there's something else. Take Koli, which means a message machine. You can leave a message on the telephone. You don't have to speak directly to the father, you can even you can leave him a message. Nascash from the Mispah telephone, Shalom. You call up, you dial the telephone number, you leave him a message, and when the father wants, he'll, he'll pick up the phone, he'll press the button or whatever, and he'll listen to his messages, and he can hear his son, his daughter, talking to him on the phone. Listen carefully to the marshal he gives. Imagine a situation where somebody's father has traveled far away to Chutz Lawrence. For his shalom mispar telephone, he left you a phone number. How to reach him? Yom rishon achrei nesias ha'av. So the first day after the father left, and he's supposed to have arrived, miskasha elav ben. The son calls umashalei haydar b'teikoli, and he leaves a message on the father's answering machine. Abba shalom. He says to his father, I'm looking for you, I'm trying to reach you. Can you get back to me? I want, can, you, can you be in touch with me? I'm trying to reach you. And he hangs up. And the father doesn't call him back. So the kid thinks to himself, Maybe something happened. Maybe it didn't work and it wasn't it, maybe it didn't pick up the message maybe it didn't record the message sometimes there's a problem it didn't go through so he leaves other messages for his father he doesn't hear a word from his father Garnish, nothing so now that the son begins to have thoughts, he's starting to think about this. He has these, he considers these possibilities. Ulai had telephone makulko. Could be that my father's phone's down, something's wrong. Oshema Yeshna told me misbrah telephone. Shehishli over, maybe my father left me a wrong number. Ulai Khalila, or perhaps, perhaps, Hira Hagar Mikol, maybe the worst thing of all. Maybe God forbid, what? Ain't Abba. Maybe something happened. Ain't Abba. Abba Mace. Maybe my father died. Maybe he's, he's not there because he died. And, and there's no one there to lift up the telephone to talk. What's the Nimshal? It's a very strong marshal. The nimshal is clear. Again, he was talking, he was giving the shi'a to men. Not every woman davens three times a day. If she does, she's very nice. If not, not. But we all speak to the Shalom a minimum of three times a day, the men, the three of Shachas bin Chalarev. A woman tries what she can. A Shachas, if she can... She can scratch out a minchas for sure, good, and I Right? But we talk to Hashem, we have different times of the day that we talk to the Baron Shalom. The Shalosh at Tfilis, the Tiknal and Chazal, with the three Tfilis that Chazal gave us. There are, however, people who don't speak to him, they don't have a conversation with God, but instead they leave messages on his answering machine. 
three times a day, he leaves messages on the Bani Shalom's machine. I need the following things. He leaves a message. So the Bani Shalom, there's an answering machine that says, Shalom Aleichem, my entire, my precious child, this is the, this is the Bani Shalom. Please leave me a message after. It's, I don't know if you find it also, I mean, I'm not going to go into the whole Indian about answering machines, and, but the whole, like, you can't even leave a message till you have to, you have to sit and listen to that thing for like, for like uh, 10 seconds, giving a whole drosh until you could even, until, they, until it goes beep. Sometimes you ever have, it's like a tremendous chesed, when you just call and it says, leave a message, beep. <laughs> Instead of the lady saying that whole other Indian about, I don't even know what that means, that if there's some other options or something, I don't know what that <laughs> But it's, it, it's probably just a way to make you pay more for when you call, because that uses up your seconds. Because you look at the thing, it's already like 12 seconds till, you can, till it's the beep. Anyway, that's just a side thing. So the Baruch Shalom, the Baruch Shalom says, Hello, this is the Baruch Shalom. Please leave me a message. So the person says, oh, I have a message for you. I want I want intelligence, I want slicha mechila, I want I want to help me with shuva, I want I want panosa the same bracha al pnei adam. And you and you leave the verse from all of these messages, right? I need serich davaplani almani das. I need das. I need duyas health panosa. Yeah, yishalayim shef peace and yishalayim. All those good things. We have all kinds of things that we leave on Hashem's answering machine. So, the person feels, never in my life has have I ever gotten a call back. I have left thousands of messages on, on God's answering machine. I've never once gotten a call back. He never, he never asked himself, did the messages, did my messages ever get to the, did they ever get to, to God? Did they ever get to the, to the destination? Maybe there's something wrong with the kav. Maybe there's something wrong with the, with the wire, with the hookup. That what I'm saying is not. Is not I'm not getting answered. I'm not getting answered. There could be a number of reasons why I'm not getting a return call. Could be there's something wrong with the connection. There's something wrong with the connection. Could be that I have the wrong, perhaps the wrong number. Something is wrong. But one thing I know for sure: whatever the problem is, I never ever got a call back, a return call. In came. Before we could even talk about how does Hashem take a call back, how does He call back, how does He answer us? Racious, to begin with, we have to look inside first, inside of ourselves. Let's first talk, before we talk about how does God, whoever got a call back, let's first talk about in ourselves. How we look at ourselves. When we're davening, do we feel that we're talking? Do I feel that I'm talking to somebody that's alive and with me on the line? That's bemis bemis. Ishius means a personality. Ishiut means a personality, not a concept, not a concept, but somebody. Do. Do I have a hargasha when I'm davening that I'm speaking to somebody? Someone who cares, who loves, who feels, who thinks. Or maybe I'm speaking to a cold machine that just takes messages and that at some point somewhere maybe looks at these messages or goes over them, whatever. How do you daven? What, how do you? What do you think when you? Who are you davening to? Are you davening to the the empty, an empty universe where there's some distant, distant scary god that at some point, if you're lucky, or maybe Dradanati takes, maybe that he shouldn't look at your messages because then he thinks of me, maybe I'm going to be in trouble. But let's say 
you need certain things that he looks at these messages and maybe, maybe you know, I'm a good boy, if I'm a good girl so maybe he'll throw me a little bit of panos or maybe throw me a pzazivik or shidduch or something, you know, if I'm lucky if I have schusavis or somehow, I don't know but maybe I'll get, maybe I'll get something like, you know, the Hanukkah so a person leaves the messages and goes his whole life leaving nacha message, nacha message, 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 message. We have to know. These are two entirely different levels of speaking. They're two different ways of speaking. Any average person, an average person that just looks at himself honestly in terms of what's the nature of a human being, usually, when you leave a message, an average person, when the person leaves a message on the answering machine, you have a different feeling. When you're leaving on a machine, you don't feel the same way as you're talking to somebody that you love. You're leaving, it's on the machine, it's not that person. Critical, they have to, so at least sometimes the recording is the recording of the person that you love, right? So, hi, da, 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 it's that person. So, uh, it's at least. But a lot of times it's not even that person, it's just you know, some mechanical computer voice, right? But Benkach it's not the same thing as talking to a person live. It's not the same thing. It's a different feeling. You could tell you have a different way of talking. There's a different way, there's a different way of talking. It's, it's who you're talking to. The message that you leave is more just formal. You know, it's this, whatever I called, call back, but it's not, it's not a spontaneous kind of a, an expression of, of emotion that you would, that you would like to share with somebody that you care for. It's not that. And even if you do that because you want to make the person happy, so you couldn't get through when it's the person's birthday, you say, Hi, happy birthday. Still it's contrived. It's a funny it's a it's a funny thing, it's a strange thing. There's only the you know, just my parents, I don't know if they're the last holdout, but they just we just my sister and I just convinced them to get an answering machine. This past year they got an answering machine. Before and my sister went over and made the message and everything. They just agreed to it. But there was n- I never ever had a situation where my father would ever leave a message on on the telephone. Never happened. I know once my father was. If my father would call and our machine comes on, my father just goes, uh, no, and he hangs up. <laughs> he says, no. He, he, was, he doesn't like that. He says, no. And he'll say, how come you made the, mach- how come you made the machine go? I said, I, but we weren't home. That's why the machine went on. He says, I don't like that machine. <laughs> he just says, no. <laughs> the, the, there's not, even, so even if you leave, and even if you leave a message, so you make, you want to be nice, you say something in a nice way, but it's not the same. You're not talking to the person. Sometimes you get, sometimes you get a call from a machine that they're like for, to make money that you know one of these things and you think that there's somebody really talking to you and you start answering and then they, and they go on and, and it's, just, it's not even a person it's just a machine it, it's it's a terrible thing to do that but uh, that's it's all it's all a game that, that they're playing with people to make it seem like this like that like there's a person that's really talking to you and is interested in you and it's not anybody it's nothing but there's no chiz there's no regish there's no feeling. But when you're talking on the phone, and you know there's a living person, someone that you care for, a living person that's on that line, then the whole way of speaking is different. Islavis, with feeling, hergish, chiz, of course it's different. Sometimes you see people. Then when they're talking long distance to Chutzlarts, this is also from the, my family, the Dabrim, the telephone, they scream on the phone. When it's long distance, they scream. They talk very, very loud when it's long distance. Novas is Nagas. Why do they do that? Perhaps it's an inferior quality line. 
Nowadays you could nowadays you can you can talk across the world and it's like you're in the next room. So why is it a natural thing from people already from the old school? Why well, it's certainly because they remember when it wasn't like that and to call I remember when I was in so to call was very, very hard to call and it wasn't it was very bad and you couldn't hear and so on. So why does a person talk that way? Is it because it's an inferior quality connection? No, no. He just feels it. Since it's far away, I have to talk louder. Because I, I, I'm not going to be heard. It's far away. So Chazal Oymrim, listen to this now. Chazal Oymrim. Shaharamaz Kolbetrila. That raising one's voice in davening. Ain't a mila. It's not a mila to, to raise your voice in davening. Not we're talking about Shmanesri, which is the Ikka part of Davin goes Shmanesri. All the parts of Davin, of course, there's no need to, to each person what he feels to Davin loud and not to Davin the different Tzadikim to Davin loud, the other Tzadikim to Davin quietly. That's not important. Now, but Shmanesri was Shmanesri is quiet. And Shmanesri is the highest part of Davin in Shmanesri. And Davkid Jung Shmanesri, shh, quiet. It's not a mile to, that it should be loud during Shmanesri. Kim Chisar, other it's not a good thing. But Shmanesri, you're not supposed to talk loud. I remember, Shmanesrei is when you're the most, most intimate connection to God, is Shmanesrei. Other parts of diving, you could be talking about what the Barashalm does in the world and all different nice things. Shmanesrei is Mamish, the, the direct line, right? Shmanesrei is the, it's standing Mamish, Noichach right? Talking to Hashem. It's the most direct part of diving. That's the time that uh, diving gets atzilus. Atzilus means that you're right next to Hashem. The closest you can get to Hashem's bar is Shemanesri. And you're not supposed to talk loud. You're not supposed to be heard. It has to be quiet. In the Zohar Kodesh, it's a very bad thing to, it's to be very to quiet. Because you're allowed to even hear yourself. It's a big question. According to the Zohar, it's not a good thing. According to Halachi, it is a good thing. It's an interesting subject, but certainly it has to be very, very quiet. We understand why. Because if you believe that, that that as a result of all your preparations, that you are now in a state of standing mamish mamish with the Baruch Shalom right with you, he's nimsakan liyadai Then you would feel, I have this. I'm, I'm talking to him. There's no reason to raise my voice. There's no reason at all to raise my voice. Not because there's halachi. You can't this. There's no reason to raise my voice. Because he's right here with me. What am I, what am I screaming? You could, you could whisper. Speaking out loud or screaming. It comes, it comes because of that feeling that a person has that the Vayishlam is far away. So when he is far away, you, have, you, you want to be heard. You have to yell. It says by the people of Ninveh in the book of Yaina that you remember that they were that they were doing tshuva whatever. So it says that the Vayikra they screamed they called out to God strong strong they called out to God with strength So we think that's a very big compliment when you look at the pasuk. That's pretty good. Halavai, we should do that. They call that Bechazka. Chazak. The Kotzka said about that, The Kotzka said, What do you expect from the people of Ninveh? They're not Jewish. They're Goyim. They think the only way you could, that you could reach God is by screaming. Because they're far from Him. And when you're far... You don't know what to do. You scream. But a person who is be'emes, be'emes, in that place of atzilus, of being with Hashem, knows that God does not, there is no need for noise when it comes to Hashem. Again, we're not talking, I'm not talking about the Indian of, you see that by Elohim, by Tzadikim, that there's a lot of screaming. And it, that's to be more the kavana to get ourselves going, to get ready for Shemun But when you're standing in front of the king, Mamish, then it's quiet. Because like Rosh Hashem, 
Hashem doesn't Hashem doesn't appear in a tumult and in a noise. Lo berash Hashem. Ki mekol demamadaka. It says in pasuk. In a quiet, still voice. Kol demamadaka. L'shem kach. Mean a quiet voice that's filled with intensity. A quiet, intense voice. The way that you speak to someone that's very personal and someone that's very dear and close to you. It's quiet, but very private and very intense. In order to have that kind, in order to speak that way, in order to speak that way, you have to first feel that he's talking with you. He's right next to you. He's with you. In order to speak that way, you have to feel kirvasalakir. You have to feel his closeness, that he's here with you. It says in Pasuk, you will seek Hashem and you will find him. If you seek him with all of your heart and all of your soul. That's what it says in the Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, Ubi Kashtem, and you shall seek. What, should, what is the tachlis of the life of a Jew to seek? It's very simple. One thing is Hashem Lekech. Ubi Kashtem is Hashem Lekech, to seek Hashem. Which means, It means that the bakasha of your life, of your life, there are many things in the world that a person wants. There are many things in life that a person asks for. But, but what a Jew, the inner inner pnimis deke bakasha, the biggest bakasha that a Jew should know, he can't live without. He can't, God forbid, leave this world without this bakasha being being answered. Is to have Hashem with you, to be close to Hashem. Bechal rag every moment, bechal every every time, bechal shah every hour. So mimi itano muhan ligmar sechaim shleib in the kudikazu. Is there any one of us? We're all observant Jews. We're all Orthodox Jews. All the Jews and all the other people of the world, when they look at us, they think that we are fervently, the most fervently religious people on earth. Right? We're Orthodox Jews. Even the Goyim, even even the Goyim, when they think about Orthodox Jews, certainly what they call ultra-Orthodox Jews, when they think about Orthodox Jews, they think of us as being the most connected people to God in the world. So that's they're right. For that that's a good thought. But therefore, we have to ask ourselves: Is there anybody here amongst us, as Orthodox Jews, that is prepared to live to 120 and to die at 120? Shushomas kolatayrakula, having observed all the mitzvahs. Without ever, ever feeling that you're making personal contact with, the, with God. That God never, that never, never was with you alive on the line. It was just that you were leaving messages and you never got back any calls. Can it be that an Orthodox Jew, that a Yerei Shemayim, a Mamin Bashan, who lives a whole life of thousands of Shabbases, thousands of Yom Tovim, for the men, thousands of tefillins, thousands of minyanim, all kinds of things with mysterious nefesh, a minion here and doing this there and a kaddish here and there, and for the women, all the years, the years of shmiras mitzvahs and being careful with our with, with words and, and eyes and davening, and all the and, and the women that are so careful, the taharis mishpacha, the married women, the taharis mishpacha. All of that, we're Orthodox Jews. And at 120, when the Chavah Kedisha comes, and the, and the Malach HaMavis is standing behind the Chavah Kedisha, and the Chavah Kedisha comes next to you, and they're, and they're, and they're saying already the Vidri, and they're telling you you have, say a couple of words because you're going to be leaving the world in a minute. Is there any one of us that, that when we think of that, that we, that, we, that we expect to leave the world without ever having achieved a relationship with God. Thousands of Shabbos, Yantiv, Davening, Mitzvahs, Chassadim, Chassanahs, Brisn, Dancing, Singing, 
all, all, all of our things that we do in life that take up so much of our lives all of it is just messages on God's machine never ever having a a, a, a to be God forbid a whole life to live in this world like orphans and someone says that after you die then you'll have a shaykh is that is that why we're in this why we're in this whole Indian and here he says we have to emphasize ain kazu tikva the says, forget about what they told us in school. You just do the right things and you'll eventually have that connection. Forget about it. I don't think there's a person here that still believes in that. I mean, it's not necessary to raise our hands who have been trying to keep mitzvahs for years and awaiting for that kind of a thing that we were told, don't worry, don't worry. You just, just keep on doing it and you'll... You'll feel all of a sudden, all of a sudden, one day when you're, you know, all of a sudden, one day when you're, 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 you're in the middle of some mitzvah, then Vini Hashem Mitzvah then Hashem's Baruch is going to say, Hineini. Right? Or like, it happened like Rama Vino after all those years. Years after year after year after year. Oftentimes it's just the opposite. When we were children, we felt more. The children, we felt more. I, I, very, very often think back and remember from when I was a, a child, different strong hergation that I had, and I don't know how to get back. I remember as a child, just that innocence and that simplicity, the hergation of, of feeling the Bani Shalom and, and, and smelling a yontif and feeling a certain thing with Shabbos. And I'm already, I'm ready for, you know, 45, almost 50 years. For 50, almost 50 years, I'm really trying to connect again to things from as a child. And that a person, a person thinks, what's going to happen to me, Mela? It's going to come, me, Mela, on its own. Me, Mela means just it happens. Let's be honest. If a person doesn't spend his life working on this Nakuda, it's the purpose of the of, of the safe, of the sfarm. If a person does not does not work, with all of his kaiches, to reach this, to have a live connection, a live connection with the Rabbanishlam. It could very well be could be the person will leave this world without ever, ever tasting this most wondrous thing, which is the tachas of our lives. Could be that a person will leave this world never, ever having had that. With all the thousands of mitzvahs, and he's, and he's rewarded for everything. The Rishon doesn't forget any good thing that we ever did. He forgets bad things, he doesn't forget good things. But without ever, ever having that, that uh, uh, without ever tasting that hargosha, of Kirvis Alakim, of, of, of a relationship with God. Vadai, Shal Adam Kazer Yeschar. Of course, this person is going to have reward. Who you Kabbal Gan Eden Allah Torah Shalom? He's going to get a Gan Eden, a paradise for all the Torah that he learned. Vala Mitzvah Shakim. And of course, he's going to get reward for all the Mitzvahs that he kept. Avak Shiagir Eisagilui. However, when it comes time for Mashiach, when it comes time at the end, when everything is finished, as Chazal tell us that the tzaddikim are going to sit in a circle, in that amazing, amazing circle, and they're going to lift up their fingers, and each one's going to say, Zeh Hashem ah, this is Hashem. This is, this is my old friend, my father, who my whole life I was talking to, but I never met face to face, so to speak. I mean, God doesn't have a face, but I never... Oh, but Zeh Hashem This is Hashem. The one that we were longing for, the one that we were talking to, the one that I had a relationship with, although I couldn't see you, and I didn't understand you, but I loved you, and I spoke to you, and you spoke back to me, we'll talk about how. 
All of those tzaddikim were people who in their lives had a keshet Hashem, had a live connection with Hashem's Baruch. And at the end of time, they're able to point, as Chazal saying, say, Zeh Hashem kivinu Even the word kivinu is the word kav. Kav means like a line, like a telephone line. Zeh Hashem kivinu This is Hashem who, with whom we had a kav. And the word tikva means hope. And mikveh, mikavos, it's all one thing. We had a kav. We had a connection. But Hula Yuchalatzpia, the person with no shaykhs to Rabbi Shalom, he did all the mitzvahs and he gets his reward. But, but as far as the Rabbi Shalom is concerned, Hula Yuchalatzpia, he won't be able to point his finger to say, Kimi Omash is Achin Rabbi Shalom, he never met, he doesn't know shaykhs, doesn't know. Rak Adam Shakal Chayev Hikir is Bayrei only a person who throughout his life recognized his creator. The Roy saying saw, not physically, but had a relationship, a connection. It's hard for us to understand. What's brought down in the Slonimus from the, the Tzadikim say that a person who in this world was a shtick holtz, kept all the mitzvahs, he means a shtick holtz, a piece of wood. A person in the, who in this world kept all the mitzvahs, but he kept it like a shtick holtz, like a piece of wood without the connection to God, without any joy, without feeling. He'll sit in the next world in the most beautiful Ganadin, but like a shtick holds like a piece of wood. They're not going to put him in a bad place. He did all the mitzvahs. God doesn't put you in a bad place. If you do the mitzvahs, you go to a good place. But you like a piece of furniture in a good place. So what, what, is a, what does a piece of furniture have in a good place? Such thick holds. It's in a good place. But, it, but the same way it doesn't feel, didn't feel anything, doesn't feel anything with a piece of furniture. So this person, who only a person who Rak Adam Shakal Chayv Hikris Bayrei, his whole life he had an ongoing shaykhs, a connection. He was he was involved with and talking to and not leaving messages. Maybe he's not there. Maybe my father died. God forbid. Maybe my father died. Maybe there is no father. Maybe there's nobody at the other line. I'm just leaving messages. For who? What? I don't know. Or maybe the line is not working. Maybe davening doesn't help. Davening doesn't work. Davening, I don't know. I'm davening. I don't know. Maybe I've got the wrong number. Maybe I'm supposed to be davening this Ashkenaz. I daven Svar. I'm supposed to daven Svar. I daven Ashkenaz. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm supposed to say a tough. I say a soft. I say a soft. I'm supposed to say a tough. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm not getting. I'm not getting what I. I'm not getting answered. The person has. There's no. What's happening? My davening. Something is wrong. A person his whole life. Shakal chayv hikres baravaroyis. He had a shaykh, he had a connection, he had a kav. He had a, a line. You, Chalaymim, Kala Tzadikim, could sit with all the Tzadikim and say, Zeh, this is him. Zeh Hashem Kivinu, this is Hashem Kivinu. This is the one who all of our lives we were searching for, we were reaching for, we were calling out to, we were talking to, we had a relationship with. And now we could actually sit with him and be with him in Ganeda. Like it says, that you'll be with me atayeli machem ganeidin. Says Rashi brings from Chazal, I will walk together with you in ganeidin, and you won't be afraid of me. You'll be able to go for a tiyul atayel imachem. What a beautiful, what a beautiful thought atayel imachem. I will go for a shpatzir with you, a tiyul, a walk in ganeidin, and you won't be afraid. Zasham kivinulai. Kihu achen chipes I say, because this person. His whole life was looking for God. The Ra I say, he saw him. Again, not physically, God forbid. Vada'i shuhu loy ra'a Of course, we're not talking about seeing God with his eyes. But who ra'a believe but he saw God with his heart. And that's what we're learning. And the last chalik, and this chalik, what does that mean to see Hashem with your heart and to have a live relationship with him? Not the concept of God, but with God himself. Who ra'a believe by? Chash b'mitziyusai. He saw God in his heart and he felt his presence. And then when it's time for the revelation at the end, he could say, It's not a piece of furniture. It's not a lifeless, cold piece of wood that watches without feeling, without knowing, and without any excitement. But he's able to participate in the song of the tzaddikim. Let us rejoice in, in his salvation. 
but otherwise the person doesn't, he sits outside and he just watches. The same way that in his life he was just a spectator. He was in Minyan, he was in Shul, he was in the Shia, he was in everything. He was just, it was all about God, it wasn't God. Everything was about God. So he being Ganadin, and his Ganadin is about God. It's about Ganadin. See, living Ganadin, but there's not a Shaykh as the Ganadin. But only this person can say, Hineza, Avlim Lai. But if not, Mi Shachain Zahu. How will he be able to recognize God? He has no Shaykh to him during his life. He doesn't know who that is. He doesn't recognize him. He doesn't know Shaykh to him. Ain't Shum There's nothing. There's no reason that he should be able to say Zasha. A person must think to himself, Pejud Gimel. A day is going to come, it's going to be soon. As soon, soon. The Jewish people are going to have a complete redemption. But Sadiqim Yoshim and enemies of Ashkin, the Sadiqim are going to be sitting with crowns on their heads and delighting in God's presence. For who I feel He's not even going to know that that's God. All the Siddiqim are saying, Hashem, and he's sitting there on the outside of the circle saying, What? Where? What? Because it's not, because a revelation means something that was, but now it's revealed. But if something doesn't exist, it's not a matter of revelation. If it didn't exist for you, it didn't exist for you. And it continues not to exist for you, just in theory. But not, not something which is revealed. Revealed means, I know you're there, come out, come out wherever you are. That's, that's revelation. But if you didn't, but if there's nothing there, then if you didn't feel anything, there's anything there, then there's no revelation. It's not revelation to reveal what? It was meant to reveal. So that Sadiqim sit and who afilo yedu bevados is abayra, and they'll tell him he sees everybody saying zashem kino zashem kino says what? what? What are you talking about? Zashem, you don't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. God is here. So this is like, they told me that when I was in yeshiva too. Down below, you know, in the world, whatever, when it was a regular world before Mashiach, they told me God is here. I didn't see him then, I don't see him now. But I believe it. Okay, I'll sit here. So good, there won't be any more tsaras, and he's not going to have to worry about taxes, and he's not going to have to worry about uh, aggravation. It'll be good. But Zahashem, that's only if there was Hashem in your life. Hu Yemasupik, he's going to be in a, he'll be Masupik, it will be unclear to him. And he won't feel it. He doesn't know what does it mean to feel. Let's say one of us would be zeicher, we'd be zeicher tomorrow for nevuah. Somebody gets a prophecy. A nevuah. All of a sudden, God talks to you. There's a voice on the other on the other line. God's talking to you. Do you think you'll be absolutely certain that it's Navu? You might think it's a prank call. What kind of thing is this? It's a Navu. Lo, Shmuel Hanavi. Shmuel Hanavi Shamakailais. You remember that when Shmuel Hanavi was in Shiloh as, as a child, as a young man, he heard sounds, right? He heard voices. There's somebody talking to him. He didn't know that it was Hashem. He didn't know there was a Nevoah. He thought it was what? He, he thought there was Elia Cohen, right? He didn't know, he didn't know there was a Nevoah. Who chashav she Elia Cohen karelo? He thought that Elia is calling to him. It was a familiar voice, because Hashem comes in the voice of one's father. So it was a familiar voice. And Elia was the one who was raising him. It wasn't his father, but he was raising him. And he heard the voice, of, he heard a, a, a warm voice, and it sounded like his father. And who's talking to me anyway in the middle of the night? What's going on? And he thought it was Elia. Only when Shmuel Anavi stayed long and he was learning and learning and learning what it means on Nevoah and to be able to have a Navi to have such a Keshet Hashem, a Shaykhist Hashem, then he knew how to make a distinction between the voice of Elia Kohen, of a person who was like his father, and the father like voice of Hashem. He was able to distinguish between the two. Huyoda. There was a time that Hashem was speaking to him and he thought that someone was talking to him from the next room. It was somebody else. It wasn't Hashem. 
And if a great person like Shmuel Hanavi didn't didn't have to, to recognize the voice, he didn't recognize the voice. If God would talk this tomorrow in the world, we would think it's somebody else. If you don't have a you don't learn that you don't have a you don't have a hiskashis tashem. Somebody talks to you, you don't recognize it as him. You think maybe it's somebody else. Same thing in Olam Haba. You know what? It's somebody else. Maybe it's somebody else talking. Sit next to somebody and say, who is that talking? I don't know. It's somebody impersonating God, I think. No, I don't know what that is. Ancient Hachach. It's not certain that a person is going to, to a simple person is going to, if Shulman Avi had to, it took more time for Shmuel Levi to recognize that it was Hashem. So, what about regular people? Adam Chayiv Lishayiv B'Kalkayich Elatzis Mikan. A person has to have a Shifa alone throughout his life, to, with all of his Kaiches to have such a Shifa. Elatzis Mikan to leave this world at 120. Having that. As your experience in this life, someone that has, that recognizes God, someone that has a shaykhist to God, someone that that, that that made this attachment to God. Belav if not, harehu rochek merchak rav mikol hamakuvin shatachlus erbiya. If not, then the person is very very far from the whole tachlus of creation. Okay. Person's not going to go into Gehenim. He's not going to go to a bad place. He's not going to go to Gehenim. But the tachlis of his being in this world was not just he shouldn't go to Gehenim. But the tachlis of going to school is not to get thrown out of school. That's the tachlis of going to school. I mean, for some people, you know, you know, if you have a certain kind of kid, you might say, listen, I don't care what your grades are, just don't come home in the middle. Right? <laughs> Just go and don't come home. Make sure everything's all right. Don't get thrown out. That's not. That's very sad. That's not. The, that's not tachlis. Not tachlis is not to go to Gehenim. That's what he came to the world, not to get punished for. It. For that, they could have left you alone. You didn't have to come to the world, and you don't have to have take any risks and problems. You know, who needs punishment? I don't. I'm Michael on the reward, and I'm Michael on the punishment. I don't want to have. I don't want the reward, and I don't want the punishment. Like you have someone that says, you have a person that says, you could talk to somebody. It's getting a little bit, you know, uh, into a place of yesh. And you say, you know, like I spoke to you about a few weeks ago. I think it was here. I'm a little different shit. And the person says, you know, I don't really, I don't really need to have, I don't really need to get married. I don't have to have that kind of a relationship. That's the saddest thing to hear. A person should never miss yesh. You don't need to have. What do you mean? You don't need to have. Why don't you? I'm not saying you should become bitter and angry and hurt and broken that it's not working out the way that you want today or tomorrow, and it might take some time. But that a person has lost hope in having a relationship with someone to love somebody to give your life over with somebody. that you from yourself. The person says, I don't need that in my life. I have a good life. You know what that means? It means you don't know what that is. You don't know what that is. So you don't have a shi'ifa for something because you don't so you're so hurt and you're so bruised that you would that you would already be misyaish and let go of wanting that. Of wanting to have such a skashus with a person. This is only a marshal of what it means with Hashem Ishbach, a marshal, a very, very small marshal of what it means for a person to feel so okay, so let's say I do. The main thing is I don't go to Gehenna. So a person says, you know what, I'm Michael, I'm Michael on marriage. So I'll get married. So I don't have to, so what? So I'm Michael. And this way I don't have to, if someone tell you I'm Michael on marriage, because you know why? Because then if you're married, you have to, you know, then you have to like take out the garbage, and you have to, and you have to, you know, you have to answer to somebody. People have to answer to somebody, and you have to, you know, you have to be considerate, and you have to, you know, you have to give an anniversary thing, and you got to remember the birthday, and you got to, you know, you get fucked and fucked with a million things. What do I need if we have single people that say, I don't need it, I'm happy, it's good, I don't have to answer to anybody, I don't need anybody, I'm Cornish. You know, when you hear that, you cry because you feel like that. That's your meichel on that. Yeah, because the tachas of your life is not to be in Gehenna. That's the tachas of your life, not to be in Gehenna. What about Ganadin? That's only emotional. So the tachas of our being Jews is that we shouldn't go to Gehenna. 
the tachlis of, of our life is to be a kala by the version, to be married to the version, to have to have to have a, 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 a kashus of anila daidi vedaidi li with Hashem's bar. Anybody that says amarich on that is because it's because they're so far, they're so far that they don't even know what it's not even. Person doesn't even have a musag or a rotsen to, to have a shaykh is someone that talks that way. That I don't need that. You, 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 you think you don't need it, and there's a reason why you've made up in your head such a dimyan that you don't need it. And there are many, many reasons why people make up dimyanists like that, because so they, they feel that they can't, so they're unsuccessful, so they make up a new thing, and the new thing is called, that's okay, I don't have to have that. Who needs it? It's a, it's a pain in the neck. The main thing is I don't go to Gehenna. So what I have to look for all this Kirvas Hashem and this whole relationship to Hashem Shabbos and Kal and all these things the Kirvas I'll try to keep Shabbos I try not to do any big Avayas and I hope that I'm on some program that they have I heard nowadays from the Svar Makadosh there's like a lot of welfare programs you could sign up for and the God is very good and I hope they're right and, they, and the, my teacher in school was wrong you know he told me that I'm going to Gehenna and I hope I hope to the nice rabbi was right and that we're really going to be forgiven for everything and it's going to be fine and that's the main thing and then I'll worry about having a relationship with God some other place right now I don't know what that's about and I'll just try to do mitzvahs and stay away from my various and hopefully I won't end up in Gehenna that's the whole tachlis of our being in this world we didn't have to be sent down to the world we weren't having any punishments before and the shamas came down it was pretty it was good but it wasn't chasm it wasn't chasm kala Chas and Kala is only from this world. A Malach doesn't have such a thing. To be a, a Chasna, the Malach doesn't have it. A Malach, is, a Malach is a very, very big thing, an angel, but a Chas and Kala is this. It's no Chasna over there. Only, only here Hashem makes Chasnas with us. There's no Chasnas in Shemaim. Only on earth there are Chasnas. So, a person that says, I don't, need, I don't want a Chasna. I don't want a Chasna. That's very sad that you don't want a chasna. It can't be that way with Hashem's bar. So it could be that he's talking, not going to go to Gehenna, but the tachlis, the tachlis of why he was created, we're not talking about recognizing in some intellectual way, which we spoke a lot about. It's not a matter of just somehow having like a greater understanding of God, and that's what it means to be connected. To feel a, to feel a connection. Like we're talk, not talking about an answering machine, a cold thing, some intellectual thing. We're talking about a live, a live connection, a, a, a connection, mamish. Hakara came hashakosav achayvus alavavus. Like it's written in the Chavis to be able to see Hashem with the eyes of your mind. That the mind's eye sees Hashem. That there is such a thing. Halavai, Hashem should help that we should, we should each be able to recognize Hashem and to be mascarved to Him. Beginning with Parabes. Beginning with Tarek Beis, we're going to we're going to start the path of building, building, building step by step. To that point, we'll be able to have that kind of of, of a connection. And Shemesh Bar should help us that we shouldn't only learn about it, but we should be able to live that way. Yeah.